Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we're back. Uh, we're back. Um, I we're am back. officially 85 years old. I have yes. hurt my back. You, you threw I, your back out. You didn't yeah, hurt it. It, yeah. it. it died on you. Yeah. I, so this is like... I don't know with this maybe fourth or fifth time that I've like thrown my back out. Um, really? That many? It's yeah, it's, it's happened. It usually happens. So it never has happened to me during like some big thing. Like the first time it happened was about a week after I got married. Um, okay. It's from like our move. It was just moving boxes and like just I think some of the stress of all of that later on, I was working a job that was in this very like poorly designed warehouse. And it was like a week after this big like Christmas shipment where it was like hundreds of boxes that I was like unpacking and shifting through and lifting stuff out of. And it was just poor lifting mechanics. Um, I did it once whenever I was working at Habitat for Humanity. Right. Where yeah. I was having, you know, stuff there. Um, so yeah, I mean it's happened it's happened a few times. It's never been, you know, terrible, but it's definitely it's not fun. It I, makes I, I you don't it, it, is. it makes you feel a hundred. Yeah. Because like the first time it happened, I was like twenty-four and I did it whenever I was picking up a book. Like I bent down, yeah. picked up a book, and then just couldn't come back up again. And it was like I thought I legitimately should have just been like put down right there on the spot. <laughs> like, I was just done. Um, so yeah, it, it will make you feel old in a way that you never have before. Promise that. Should you get one of those like weightlifter belts, you know, that they use when they're uh, squatting or deadlifting, you know, I've, I've thought of like, I had thought about it at different points whenever I've worked in like physical positions. I mean, some, some people say that those aren't good for you. Um, I don't really know. Like I've never, um, looked into them too much. I, for a long time, I got really good at, um, just lifting properly. Like I got in a really good space where it was just like, I'm like my, I'm working those quads and I'm just, I'm Mm -hmm. straight back just going but I don't know, like working an office job, having a child, doing all that kind of stuff like that'll that'll take some of that discipline out of you. Yeah. And it'll. Yeah. That, I think that that's been the thing recently is just like I've been getting lazy with it. And so then you start doing physical stuff and you're twisting a weird way and whatever. And then it starts. Then it happens. So. Yeah. Um, fortunately, though. Got a got a nice acupuncturist who will yeah. um, get you in last minute and stab you up. Shoved a big old like six inch needle right into my butt Jesus. today, and uh, still hurts, but I can move a lot better. That's so good. that's, that's helpful. Shout out to you, Doctor Jim. You Dr. are Jim. a real one, Doctor Jim. Jim. Yeah, um, but Corey, how are you doing? Oh, I mean, and we were talking a little bit about it before. Uh, I'm in a, a, a state of defeat. Um, okay. the, the World <laughs> Cup is going on, as everyone knows. Big soccer fan. Um, yes. And uh, the, the uh, despite all the faults of the U.S., I do pull for the U.S. national team. Um, and they were up on Wales, uh, the Welsh, 
and um, they blew their lead. They gave up a stupid pin, and it ended in a draw. Mm. That really feels like a loss, considering how well they played in the first half. And, you know, it just hurts because they play England on Friday. England's going to absolutely smack it up dap the U.S. <laughs> and they're going to smack it up dap Wales. And it's going to come down yep. to how many goals can the U.S. and or Wales put past Iran. And whoever puts... Whoever scores more will go through to the next stage of the World Cup. And whoever doesn't is going home. And that is just Mm. a a little bit of a nerve-wracking situation. It's not a place you want to be in. It's not a place you want to be in. Your date, date, I mean, you're worrying about bills. You're worrying about how am I going to... How am I going to find gas today? And then it's like they hit you with that one. How do, how, do you, how do you even function? How do you even stay upright at that point? I just, I just keep watching more games, you know? It's cool. <laughs> it's fun. Eventually, it'll get better. Eventually, yeah. yeah. How are you, though? But Al- you know what we do have, Corey? We, we, have, we have games, and we have games that are better than any games that have come before. Uh, namely, we'll talk about it later. No uh, last new Pokemon games. Yeah. The best the best Pokemon games to ever Pokemon it's a- uh, before. Um, so we'll talk about that. Um, we're excited about it. It makes us happy. Yes. Um, Corey, are you excited to talk about Pokemon stuff? I'm actually really excited to talk about Pokemon stuff. I've put in a hefty amount of hours into Pokemon Scarlet that came out on friday like a hefty amount of hours yeah big old chungus amount of hours um i have put in significantly less not by choice just by pure happenstance i've had other stuff so just haven't gotten there yet but i've done a little bit Mm -hmm. and i have some opinions but yeah Corey, um top end any news you want to talk about Anything uh, I, I interesting? Mean, I do want to talk happen? about the Sonic creator getting arrested um, for yeah. insider trading. Yeah. So, um, I haven't. Do you, you probably know more about this than I do? If you want to kind of unpack it, mm-hmm. I've seen some stuff about it, but um, you probably have a little bit more insight into it than I do. I mean, I don't have a ton of more insight other than the fact that he was just, it, I've, you know, insider trading is something that honestly is kind of hard to like prove unless like there's like yeah. hard receipts. And the yeah. fact that yeah. there are hard receipts because there's <laughs> no other way they're like arresting the creator of Sonic, not that he's. Super famous, but you know, I imagine he has one some monies, two a little bit of power. Um, yeah, the fact that he they have hard receipts of like, hey, this is you like leaking information or giving information or some way, shape, or form of hinting, nudging, wink, wink, poke, poke. This is about to happen, kind of a thing. The fact that they have that means you are horrendous at yep. your job or you're just blindly naive. Um, yep. And I think yep. it's a little bit of both because, you know, the Sonic games haven't been super great, even though Frontiers does have a solid seven. Um, yeah. I don't know. Also, shout out to, I think, Best Buy. They have it for like $30 mm-hmm. on like a Black Friday deal. I sent it to... <laughs> for like extra cheap. I sent it to one of my friends and he was like, is that real? And I'm like, yeah. And he picked it up and he's been playing it. 
Um, oh, really? Yeah. How's he? How's he like it? He likes it. He's like you kind of just get thrown okay. in, and it, you kind of just go. There isn't a lot of onboarding, and he he appreciates that. Yeah. So the I guess the I mean they're not like a ton a ton of specifics. Basically, um, yeah. I guess recently there were I I'm not even really familiar with the Dragon Quest game that was like in question with it. Um, but yeah, apparently there were a couple of ex Square Enix employees mm-hmm. that were arrested for insider trading um, related to this Dragon Quest mobile game that mm-hmm. was announced like back in 2020. Um, and then it also came out that, oh, Yuji Naka, who was, you know, part of Sonic Team and also the Balan Wonderworld director, um, much acclaimed, mm-hmm. um, he was also involved. Um, and so, they're still like, I think it's still ongoing, but apparently it's, I also didn't know this, but apparently uh, it's the second major controversy that uh, um, Yuji Nak has been a part of this year. What was the first? Um, apparently he like blasted, according to this, uh, he blasted Square Enix on Twitter. Of course he did. Um, he filed a lawsuit against them because I guess they removed him as the director and I guess blamed them for the game not doing well. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. So he, he's, he's had stuff. He's, he's been in like, not a great place. Mm. So, um, shout out to him. Um, it's tough. I too would probably do illegal things if I was having to make Sonic every day for 30 years. That's a perspective I hadn't considered. (laughs) I mean, like, no, I mean, well, I say no shade to Sonic. Like, I think Sonic could be like, neither of us have played Sonic Frontiers, but like, you know, it's it's sonic like and the people who make sonic openly admit like they don't really know anything about sonic sonic could be better than sonic is but the best sonic ain't the best sonic so, games were I mean, when sonic initially came out and it was that like side scrolling 2d where sonic actually went insanely fast and it was how yeah. it was like you know how quick can yeah. you do it? Like how, how long can you, how fast can you go? Yeah. And now it's like, but it's Sonic Frontiers. It's 3d open world. Yeah. And I don't know if that, I'm just, again, it has solid reviews. Who are we to dunk on it too yeah. much? Um, there's yeah. always a little bit of dunkage, uh, but yeah. I don't know. It, it just feels like Sonic isn't built for the style that they're going for, but again, decent reviews. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they don't maybe know. It'll- we don't know. No one really yeah. knows. <laughs> That's why it's, it is one of the weirdest things though to like, and, and honestly, like I, I'll have some thoughts about this once we get into the Pokemon stuff, but it is a weird thing to, for the people who are in charge of a property to be, I think kind of like very disconnected mm-hmm. from like the overall vision of the property Mm -hmm. and i think that that that's always kind of a tough place to be because like you can see people who are very openly like oh we're making a good game but i don't know that the people with sonic ever really feel that way i think it's i think it's usually kind of like yeah we we 
we don't really know who Sonic is, so like maybe he's this now. Yep. Maybe maybe he's just like in an open world. Like maybe he's just kind of maybe it's post-apocalyptic now. Maybe he's a knight. Hmm. What if he was a werewolf? That'd be kind of cool. Like yeah. it it does kind of seem like they I don't know. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Um I don't really have the history of Sonic to have a great opinion on Sonic. But oh, wait, when was it? There were so there were Sonic Heroes, which was on PS2. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal game. Sonic Heroes. Uh, if you if you can't hear, sorry, that was really bad. If you can't hear that theme song, you missed out on a core part of your childhood. Uh, that game was amazing. And then there was uh, oh, it was like you're on hoverboards. It was racing. I played a yeah. lot, a lot, a lot of that game. Well, and there was, I mean, Sonic Adventure two specifically um was like i mean i had friends whenever i was a kid that had like sega handhelds and like i was always really envious because i thought it was so cool um but the yeah um but sonic adventure 2 was like the it was the one with like the the snowboarding downhill like in the city Mm -hmm. thing at the beginning and they had um like the chow garden and they had all these like really cool things and um those really cool there was also what was it um their racing games are also really good the sega like sonic racing games um the hoverboard one oh yeah insanely good yeah um this I remember I still own, but I remember um shout out to my cousins because I distinctly remember like visiting them, them having this game and me immediately going to get this game, a game for the Game Boy Advance called Sonic Battle, which was a fighting game for with Wait, um, you're, you're hitting a core memory. All right, (laughs) it's right in there. (laughs) It was um, so there. So there were. I guess there are a couple of Sonic fighters, Mm -hmm. but um, one of them, I guess, being on the ooh an arcade. No, Um, no. But this was like a 3D arena where you could fight as like Shadow and uh, yeah, you could fight as Cream. Uh, Amy, Rouge, uh, Chaos. I mean, you could, you, it would just was, was the business. Um, but I remember it's not, IGN gave it an eight out of 10. Wow. Back in 03. So, you know, it was hot. Um, yeah. Pretty neat. That is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. I remember liking it. I should pull it out and sure. see if it's sure. still any good. <laughs> but it's, um, but yeah, uh, but we're we haven't played Sonic. We don't know, Corey. You've been playing God of War. I've been yes. playing God of War. Yes. Um, how is God of War still in this? What's it been now? Like two ish weeks, three weeks since mm, God of War came two out. Two and a half weeks now. We're approaching three. Two weeks. and a half weeks. Yeah. 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 Almost three weeks. Yeah. How are you? How are you liking it? Oh, it's still so good. I um, we talked about uh, we we got to do a spoiler because it's so tough to talk about without spoiling the game. Um, I will. I so I'm a little farther ahead than you are in the game, and I think yeah, yeah, because a lot of people talk about it. We talked about it last week. It does have some pacing issues 
around, I would say the middle. Um, it's probably broken up into uh, like a th- like fifths. I'm I'm nearing the end for sure, and I would say okay. parts like two, three are very like um, all over the place. It's a lot of jumping around. Yeah. There, it, it struggles to keep itself in check. I think, and also to really make sense at the same time. Um, not make sense, but like have like strong, like this is, this would, what would be the logical next step, but I'm not forced to take it because it's a video game kind of a thing. Um, yeah, it, it's very like, it's kind of meandering is kind of a, a way of somebody, there was a podcast I was listening to that kind of put it this way that like, I think because I've been I think fully kind of like in that section Mm -hmm. for a while and it's popped into my head more than once. But I remember somebody in like an initial review being like, this is the closest to like a, an actual epic being told in video game form epic in the sense of like the Odyssey and the Iliad. Like, and it does really feel like that where like the first game felt very like, you you know the path. Mm-hmm. You know you're going up this mountain and you know when there's a detour, like you're being sent directly this direction, you know the you know the reasoning mm-hmm. behind it. And it does feel a little bit more like meandering in this where like it doesn't like whenever you think it like it doesn't feel necessarily aimless some so like so much at least to me but it feels very much in a similar way to like you know or something like gulliver's travels or something where it's like it is just kind of like every chapter almost kind of feels like it's this almost kind of like Mm self-contained like point of just like we wandered over here and we're doing this thing and it's interconnected to the larger whole but it does feel a little bit more like you know there's some wandering nature to it. And it's like, why are we over here? What are we doing over here? And like, it all like, it's really compelling and it's really interesting and it all kind of fits into this larger thing, but it does feel a little bit more like those individual beats to a degree, like feel a little more disconnected Mm -hmm. from the overall like story than I think they did in the first game, Um, which can be good, can be bad. Like, I, I think it's just a different, I think it's, largely just a different story being told like it doesn't it isn't that clear you know it's it's a larger cast it's a larger conflict Mm -hmm. it's less like there's still a lot of personal elements but it's not as like reined in as it initially was so and and i think for me i really haven't had an issue with that um i agree the the word meandering i think is a good one um because don't want to spoil too much from the last game either but with the the context in mind of how the first game ends, I've kept that in mind with this play, and it makes sense of why there's a lot more meandering or room to meander, in, kind of yeah, in my yeah. opinion. And so I've really enjoyed it, but I can feel like I can take a step back and note, like, it is a little all over the place. But where I have gotten to now in the game, again, I think I'm, I am probably a probably two main stories away from like the final act kind of a thing. Um, And it's really honed itself back in. It's 
Okay. It story-wise, it took that meandering, and it's now you can feel the path narrowing, to to say the least. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. I think it's doing it really well. I think the biggest issue about that is it, and we talked about it a little bit before, and I don't want to spoil it. And so there isn't a lot of context for how I'm going to describe it, but this is just like my impression I've gotten while its main stories like path is narrowing the game itself got significantly bigger of where I'm at. Okay. Um, like something happens, um, you get this thing and all of a sudden the game is significantly bigger. And I'm like, Oh, did not expect this, that to happen. Um, yeah. and it's good. It's very good. I'm very much enjoying it, but it was almost, it got to a point where I was like a little overwhelmed. I, it was probably went like an hour, maybe two hours of like meandering is the best way or yeah. the safest way to describe it. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's just, it's, it is just, that's all I can say. Yeah. And I was, yeah. it was, it's very good, but I'm like, wow, I don't know how well this is going to land now. Uh, but I'm still yeah. really enjoying it. I think it, as the game goes, it uh, offers a lot new, a lot more dynamics, new elements that are very fun, um, giving you lots of things to work with. Plenty of uh, it, the game wants you to have fun, and I appreciate that. And I am having a lot of fun with yeah. it. Uh, still, so good. Uh, it's, it's definitely a contender for game of the year, Chris. Yeah, you said that about um, Inscription um, as well. And uh, (laughs) you also, what else did you say that about? You said it about, um, what else is your game of the year? Did you say? Um, I mean, for me, Playtale and uh, Requiem might be my game of the year. Truly. Maybe it was that. Maybe the the rat game. It could be everybody's. Game of the year because it's uh, on the Keeleys for is. game of the year. It, um, it could. Who even knows? I mean, so after good, it takes Chris. two last year, it, it very well could be. Speaking um, of it takes two, who even knows? <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> um, yeah, we just just so I can't like wiggle out of it at any point. Um, yeah, we've we've talked about it in the past, and maybe we've mentioned it again. I don't know, but yeah, we we're uh, soon gonna play it takes two and have like uh, have week, a discussion cast about it mm-hmm. next week next week is a holiday you uh i don't even know it's perfect time to play it yeah my <laughs> yeah i am i am met with a lot of free time yeah now, to some, so, <laughs> for some strange reason yeah, let's um go ahead and get at it man yeah yeah um yeah so um we'll uh we'll we'll get there um but but yeah we've also um i guess i i'm still very much enjoying god of war um it's you know um it very much is god of war yes. but it's also like you know it's i i like the just the you know big let's bring in all these characters and kind of oh, like so good um yeah, and just kind of, and I think God of War as a series kind of does it well in that it, because I think it would be, if it was just note for note retellings of like stories that you've heard mm-hmm. before in um, kind of this mythology, then it would be like, 
it would be significantly less interesting, but because it is a thing where you're like, oh, here's Kratos interacting with Ares and Zeus and the Fates mm-hmm. and whoever, like, you don't know how that's going to turn out. So it it's very interesting to see, like, oh, how is he going to potentially impact this mythology as a whole? Um, so, yeah, I'm very curious to see the the end and going forward and what happens next same it's gonna be exciting um but yeah we um we also have been playing um the other big release right on the heels Mm -hmm. um pokemon um also working on you are you and everybody are significantly further than i am um i just I just have not gotten there. Like I've, I've played some, but I am legitimately still, well, it's just, it's between my back, between, I'm um, not hating. I'm not hating. I'm just saying that. Just just between like tons of stuff. Yeah. Between uh, it's, I just haven't quite gotten there yet, but I'm, I'm a couple hours in, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm in the, I'm in the beginning area. Haven't, taken on a gym or anything yeah but you know my pokemon are in the like 10 to 15 range like I'm yeah who'd you, who'd <laughs> in the very with? early stage i started with fue coco um he was yeah he um was i mean the second i saw him during those yeah. reveals i knew like there was no way Match i was going to be yeah i mean and that's usually what it, because like Cause that's the thing is like in old Pokemon games, like I would always replay them and pick other ones and stuff, but it was like, I've always trusted my instincts. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I'm going to go with the one like that just speaks to me mm-hmm. in a, in like a primal way. And I like, sometimes I regret it. I've mm-hmm. mentioned it before, but like Chespin go back to like, Tough. what was it? X. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. He turned into an absolute monstrosity. Same thing with Oshawa. Go, turning mm-hmm. into Samurott, that was rough. Um, but yeah, I saw Fue Coco and I was like, this is, I was like, I am mm-hmm. a stand for you, my boy, and I will lead you into the abyss. Respect. I went. Yeah. Did you, did you go with Quaxley? I, I went with my little duck. Um, I, he is Quaxley and he with will, well quaffed hair. He will forever be Quaxley. Um, I've given him an Everstone. Um, he is level 32 and is still my little baby boy. Look at him. I love it. I refuse. Yeah. I have um, seen his evolved forms and they are shockingly <laughs> bad. Painfully bad. Like oh, belongs goodness. in the depths of the hells. Bad. Yikes. So yeah, he's black sleep forever. okay well there's nothing wrong with that honestly like and that's always been one of the the tough things is like i feel like whenever you're a kid you sit there and you're just like ah those big like those big godzilla monsters give them to me those are the coolest i want them to be these gigantic monstrosities with just swords coming out of their shoulders and then you get older and you're just like man i just i just want like a i want a cyndaquil forever Mm -hmm. i just want them to stay a a piplup I just mm-hmm. want these like tiny little little things just riding on my shoulders, just going. Yeah, no, I, I I don't need any of that. I just want my little baby duck. He's a powerhouse. He's a tank. 
So look at him. Very nice. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see kind of, I, you know, I like, I haven't seen a ton yet, but I like the, at least some of the new Pokemon that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Like, um, they can like, sometimes they can be hit or miss. Like I remember like as much as positive as like, I felt about the story and everything. Like I remember, um, gen five with black and white Mm -hmm. being like a particular low point where I was like, I don't know that I like any of these. Like there's so many that I just don't like, I remember whatever the, um, sand isle, the sand crocodile. I remember like, I loved Mm -hmm. him. He was pretty like, he was pretty cool, but there were so many. Cause that was like whenever vanillish, the ice cream cone was introduced. Mm -hmm. They had like, it was, um, I think that may that may have been when the trash bag was introduced. Well, here, Chris, um, I, I am missing gyms five <laughs> through eight, and so a lot of these I don't. I have no clue. Um, you've seen Vanillish, haven't I you? Think so yeah. Okay, yeah. It's it's an it has three forms. Um, it is uh one ice cream cone, two ice cream cones, scoop, two scoops, and then three scoops. Um, right. and. <laughs> It's, um, and honestly, I mean, like given some of the later ones where it's like, oh, it's a pair of keys mm-hmm. and stuff with Klefki, like, you know, Vanillish doesn't seem as bad, but, um, yeah. So Trubbish is Trubbish. a, is the, is the trash bag mm. Pokemon that was also introduced in gen five. Good for him. Um, so yeah, rough generation, but, um, I'm coming back around to say like, Jen, like this one by and large seems pretty solid. Like, um, Palmy, the little like uh, Pikachu yes. equivalent, I, I've nicknamed is him super Baby cute with an I at the end. I, <laughs> I named him, um, what did I name him? I think, I think it was, I can't remember. Um, I I got a so there's also Fido who's a fermenting bread named loaf. him. Uh, well, um, my wife named him uh, Brioche and um, Brioche. Yeah, I've evolved him. And so he is now a baked good in it. Perfect. <laughs> I I named him. I think at first I named him Ryan, but like R Y E. Um, yeah. like Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I named him, and then I just changed his name to Drew. Drew. <laughs> True. Ryan's so um, much better with the rye. Yeah, so I do. Maybe I'll go back to Ryan. Yeah. Um, you don't want to confuse him. But I can't remember when I named my Palmy. I think he may. I think he may have been like Clive. Mm, that's a good one. Oh man. Um, uh, my Fue Coco is Herbert. That's uh, what I want. My Quaxley is Remy uh, on him on that one. But nice. Remy, nice. Yeah. I like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're detracting. So like. The how how do you feel? So do we want to go? Do we want to dunk on this, or do we want to praise it first? Do you? So I mean, you're legitimate. So you are. We we talked a little bit before the show. You're a few gems in. You've mm-hmm. done significantly more of the content. Mm-hmm. Like generally, like what is your opinion? Like if you were to gut check and be like, you know, also as somebody who has not come, who has not really played, yeah. like you've been playing heart gold recently, mm-hmm. you've, but you also haven't played some of the more recent Pokemon no. games. Like what is your reaction coming into Scarlet and Violet and also having played it for a few hours? And you're going to cackle when I say it also might be game of the year. 
Uh, well, and I mean, it's not like it's not a wrong opinion because like there are. Okay, like, I mean, we'll get into it, but it's for all of the bad. There are plenty of people who are like, this is the most fun I've had with a Pokemon game in years. Like, this is the best one I've played in a long time. It is literally that. It is by, like, so I, we'll get into all my game, my Pokemon history later because we're going to do a big full episode on this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is by far the most fun I've had in a Pokemon game since I was like six on my Game Boy Color with gold and my okay. eyes were open. My eyes are opened now. Um this I mean this is <laughs> this is the Pokemon game everyone has wanted for 20 years. And guess yeah. what? It's here. Does it look like it belongs on the PlayStation 2? No, because the PlayStation 2 graphics were better. Um, what? But um, oh, it, it's truly an, a marvelous achievement. It is an absolute yeah. blast. Um, in terms of like the bad parts of it, update, I haven't really had any then go a bit wrong um other than yeah i i mean obviously i've played it yeah i've played it less than you have but i also haven't seen much like i think the worst that i've seen is like there was a psyduck who was like stuck in a rock Mm -hmm. um like i just saw his bill sticking out and that was like that's kind of been the worst of it is you know i mean that and also like just you know the feel like people are like because like far i mean it's it's a normal thing where like you they to keep kind of memory low and stuff like far away objects will have like lower Mm -hmm. fps until they like get closer it seems like that happens for a little too long Mm -hmm. like it feels like i'm about five feet away before they start actually acting normal (laughs) um but yeah, I mean, I haven't had the crashes or the mm-hmm. like really massive like lag spikes that I think some people have shown off, which has been fortunate. So yeah, same. I mean, I haven't. There's been a lot of stuff trending. I'm sure most people have seen it of like the game just absolutely crashing, doing like really random stuff. Characters flying across the map, like characters going invisible. Um, people falling through the map xyz there's tons of glitches crashes everywhere not discounting those Uh, i haven't had any of them um and i don't know you might want to do this right now i don't know i was scrolling through reddit and a lot of i found a guy who was like just close it close it out of your switch every time you you wrap up like don't leave it running for days at a time open because that's what causes a ton of these somehow some way that is probably the that is the big core I've noticed. So every time I'm done, I save, I close out, haven't had really any issues. Um, yeah. Which the reason, I mean, at least from best, I understand how people have kind of like reported it is that like, there are potential like memory leak mm-hmm. issues, which I'm not like super familiar with, but yeah, I mean, basically like the longer it, it just draws more and more memory than it should. Yeah. Sorry. I have a cat who's in the litter box, just going yeah, off out <laughs> back <crazy>. here. <laughs> um, the, yeah. And so like there've been, so there've been a number of those like quote unquote fixes that people have been like, okay, you like try these couple of different things and that should help mm-hmm. 
to make sure that the issue kind of anytime this happens, do that. And that will probably help. Mm -hmm. Um, which is nice yeah. that there is at least some way yeah. to kind of mitigate it. And this, this will be something we talk about on our next one. Um, but again, to the graphics, I don't play Pokemon for the graphics. Um, if anything, yeah. I wish graphics were worse on some of like the DS releases and everything. Cause I love that old 16 bit style. But for this, yeah, there is no reason on earth of why we have barely PlayStation 2 graphics on the Nintendo Switch for the world's largest IP. I, I, yeah. I, I looked at this, Chris. So, um, Walt, uh, Mickey Mouse and Friends is the number two IP mm-hmm. all time. 1929. Yeah. Um, it's made $82 billion since then as their IP. Gotcha. Pokemon 1996. It is number one. How? What do you give me a number? It's not that. What did you say? 80, Disney or Mickey Mouse? 82 billion. 82 billion. Um, maybe like an 89 billion higher. Really? Uh, 102 billion higher. 100 and not that high. 13. Okay. 118 <laughs> billion is how much Pokemon okay. has made since 1996. Again, yeah. number two is Mickey Mouse and Friends. So it's 1929 yep. is 82. Star Wars is three yeah. at like 80 something from the seventies. There is no reason on this dying green earth that Pokemon company who makes, who's made 118 billion should have this poo poo of graphics. Yeah. So, when so when Sword and Shield were coming along, I mean that was that was kind of like the big, like just negative that people were having about Sword and Shield it was like they were dissecting trailers uh-huh. and they were looking and they were like that tree looks bad and that tree looks bad like this is terrible how can you do this and it was like. I played Sword and Shield and loved Sword and Shield mm-hmm. and had like no issues mm-hmm. with any of that. Like any of the clipping, any of all that kind of stuff, there was there was no issues. But like, yeah, it is a thing where I think there was a part of it. It's like, okay, like they're they're moving this direction. Mm-hmm. Because like at that point, it was their first, it was their first console Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like it was their first like foray into trying to do more because like they didn't have the open world, but they had the wild area. So they were kind of like moving that direction. Um, I was like, I was like, they're just, they're just getting their feet wet they're figuring it out. They're going to get there. And I think it's tough to make some of those concessions. Now when you're three years Mm -hmm. after the fact on the same hardware, like, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe there are limitations on the Switch, but like it shouldn't to me it looks worse than Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Like part of that I think is our direction. Mm-hmm. Like I they definitely went with more of like a a less stylized look and looked like they were trying to skew more 
realistic, mm-hmm. like not realistic in the in the same way that like a PlayStation game is, but like less anime, yeah. more kind of like very grounded. Yeah, more grounded. And I think that it I think the combination of that and also like textures being not quite as sharp and what like I think overall kind of has made it not look as great mm-hmm. in my opinion of like at least what I remember from playing Sword and Shield. And I think it is a tough thing to look at it and and also still all this time later be like, yeah, but they're still just they're still just figuring it yeah. out. And because like maybe, but yeah, I mean you are you are right. Like I because Game Freak like they they have been known to like to have this mantra of we want to keep our numbers small mm-hmm. like we want to keep this we want to keep this team really kind of small and contained and we want to be able to like not have to rely on all these people like we want to really be able to kind of custom tailor it that way and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are small teams doing. I mean, um, okay. Let me let me just look at it for reference. So we talked about it at the you beginning. Um, uh, well, not at the beginning, but um, so Plague's Tale Requiem. Yep. Um, you know, they're they were made by a Sobo Studio. Their number of employees as of this year is two hundred and fifty. Um, Game Freaks is about 170, so significantly less, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it is a thing where like, I feel like that's comparable whenever you look at like, okay, Naughty Dog has how many employees they have. Naughty Dog uh, doesn't tell me, well, what are you good for? Wikipedia. Um, They probably don't have it released because of. All of their controversies. Rockstar might be your better better look. Yeah, yeah. Rockstar um, employees. They have uh, employee counts. Maybe um, they have about two thousand and over two thousand employees as of twenty eighteen. Jesus. Um. So. So yeah. I mean, like. The, which is that's what I mean yeah. is like it's I mean um, not even from a graphical standpoint but just like I think it is when you look at like a Sobo making games making a game that is like th- with that level of fidelity or something like Kana mm-hmm. Bridge of Spirits where Incredible. it's like these smaller developers who are really like honing in and really kind of pouring a lot of energy and time into that i think it does become more and more difficult to excuse because like no i don't care if pokemon has like the most cutting edge graphics i don't want it to look realistic i want it to be more stylized i want it to but when you are playing a game that is so like the textures are struggling to like i mean they're really it's not just like oh it looks like not as realistic it's like it's basically just like a few rectangles glued together and like this tree and a cinematic looks like just a foam brush effectively like it it really does kind of depending on the angle i'm looking at (laughs) yeah it's it does become more difficult and it's something too where it's like Honestly, for the first time, like I never felt this way before, but for the first time, there's a part of me that's like, 
maybe maybe Game Freak isn't the best company mm-hmm. to make mainline Pokemon anymore. Because like, not that they haven't done a good job in the past, but it is it is a difficult thing to say, okay, we are going to keep a small potentially somewhat inexperienced staff Mm -hmm. that is very like insular that is very like you know they're not going to dig in like they're not going to invest in like having all of these like different experiences and having Mm -hmm. a lot of these different it's it's a lot of like old guard who are really kind of invested in the old way and like they're trying to expand the most like profitable ip of all time without like the knowledge base to do it mm-hmm. necessarily. And it is a thing or, or potentially even just the willingness to like, I mean, there's probably, there's some of it where it's probably like, they probably don't want to no. sometimes they probably for a long time have really pushed back and like struggled to do that because they just don't want to do it. And maybe they don't, but either just don't yeah. and just like make a good good game or bring on people who can help you like realize that vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's the tough thing is like, I think it gets harder and harder to like give them a pass on it because like they, they are losing out in some pretty major ways. Like, obviously, I mean, it's, I think it's an accomplishment to make a game that has so many like technical issues to still like get that kind of accolade Mm -hmm. to be like, but this is still like the most engrossing Pokemon game I've played in years. Like that's that, that is a huge compliment to be able to say, but it's also disappointing whenever you think, well, what could it have been Mm -hmm. like? If, if it had, if it, if I wasn't having any of these issues, if it really just like, if I could really immerse myself in this world and I could really like take in this Vista and do all these things, like what could it have been then? I mean, could it have been like the best game ever? Like, could it have been the breath of the wild of Pokemon? And maybe it still kind of is, is. but yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. It it is a I very much am in that place where I do like I do wonder if I do wonder if Game Freak's ever going to actually get it together and like or if it is going to kind of always be this thing where they're always struggling behind. They're always kind of like many years behind the ball trying to meet demand for something that is far surpassed what they're comfortable with. Ooh, that was good. That's actually really good. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. I was an English yeah. major. I, I, I got words. No, I mean, I, I literally could not have said it better myself. I, you've made all the points and, um, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much more about it because we're going to, we have a lot more, uh, plan to discuss about it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I will say I agree a lot there with you. Um, I think it's just really disappointing coming. I haven't finished it, but you finished it. But uh, um, Xenoblade Chronicles Three is a game. Yep, so probably similar um, uh, development time, same exact console. Um, I believe similar team size, a little bit more. I think they um, can't remember the exact number. I'm sure you'll tell me. Let's as you're see. 
Yeah, monolith soft. Okay, two hundred and seventy-five. So about a hundred more. So, yeah, uh, more than uh, Plague Tale Requiem, uh, guys. But Xenoblade yeah. Three, in my opinion, is gorgeous on the Switch. It is mm-hmm. incredible, incredible looking, um, and it, it's just kind of disappointing. I think is the best word. But outside of that, the game is it it rips. It, it's yep. so good. Um, it is one of the funnest experiences I've had this year in, in many years with gaming. Um, it is a joy to play. It's so fun. I have so many thoughts on specifics, specifically how I'm playing, you know, everything that they've added to it. I'm very excited to talk about it later down the line, um, down the line next week. Um, but (laughs) yeah, it's, it is an absolute blast. Um, I love it. I love it a lot. Yeah. And I think it, I think it is one of those, like I fully, again, like none of those thoughts or issues have impacted like me wanting to play the Mm -hmm. game. Um, the only reason I'm not further is just because I'm just not yet. Um, (laughs) but, but yeah, I mean, it, it is one of those things where I think people come at it. People come at games from different perspectives mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, it's, you know, with God of War most recently, there were people who were extremely frustrated that it was like, oh, it, like the animation of Kratos getting in and out of his canoe looks the same. Like, what am I paying for? Yeah, like it, it, people it's... are some people are super bummed about like it not being a revelation. And some people just want like, I just want a good story. Yeah. I just wanted to, I just want to be like, I want to have fun or I want to like be moved Mm -hmm. and like, it's the same thing with Pokemon. Like people come into it. There are going to be plenty of people that play it who are completely just, I mean, they're vomiting on the spot when they see the textures. They're just like, I can't, I can't stand it. I'm sick. This is like taking me out of this whole experience. And some people who are like, I I haven't even noticed Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't even like, I wasn't paying attention because I'm just having so much fun. Um, and, and I think both sides are valid. I mean, again, like with sword and shield, like I, I have full, full intention that I'm going to play this and be like, yeah, I, I love yep. it regardless because I just, I, I love the loop. Mm-hmm. I love Pokemon games. I really enjoy just that whole experience. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going, and it was the same thing with sword and shield where it was just like, I didn't care. Like the music slapped oh, the so booty good. and I loved so the, um, it's like, I loved the experience. I did the completed the Pokedex, went shiny hunting, mm-hmm. did all this kind of stuff. Um, and I like, I have the same intention to, to do it here. Um, you know, it's, um, it's just games are, games are complicated. They're like an, they're like an onion. Mm-hmm. They got they layers, layers. They, they got layers. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we um, we've mentioned it before, but yeah, we'll we'll have a um, larger kind of Pokemon retrospective. I mean, we've we've had a little bit of that like way back, um, but yeah, something more kind of less historical Pokemon and more kind of like, um, you know, we'll we'll have a we'll have a guest on, mm-hmm. we'll have like some, we'll kind of dig into a little bit more of this specifics into Pokemon, um, history or like just kind of like the opinion and stuff like that over the last like decade plus, and just kind of, you know, have another perspective coming in on that. But, um, but yeah, it'll, 
we'll be able to unpack a little bit more of this come then because we'll also have a little bit more experience yep. with it. Um, yes, yeah, I may have beaten the first gem at that who point. Knows? Who, who knows? knows? Uh, I guess for, for I think perspective, um, the game is broken up into three big um, quest stories, um, like objective lines. There's gems, yep. which they've they've overhauled. Um, at least in my perspective, they have overhauled. I don't know if it'll, yep. they were like this in Sword and Shield, where you kind of do like this fun thing around town, and you do and like you do like these little mini games. Then you get to challenge the gym. Um, I don't know if that was a thing before, but that's how it is now. Uh, the, it wasn't so much in Sword and Shield. Were more like stereotypical. Um, honestly, like I. I am, I mean, kind of circling back around to some of our soccer discussion, I am surprised that you didn't play Sword and Shield because, like, all of the uh, gym battles take place in a soccer arena. Hmm. Like, it's, you're wearing a soccer uniform, and it's basically like, I mean, people are in the stands cheering for you, and it's basically like you're playing this match <laughs> in a soccer arena. Sword and Shield um, was um, based with the... England idea. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so they, they were a little bit more straightforward. The ones that like, again, I haven't made it to a gym yet, so I don't have it. It seems kind of like a, an adaptation of what they took from sun and moon. Um, because in sun and moon, they didn't have any like standard gems. They had these like trials, which were kind of like side. They, they were kind of like, side activities to kind of like prove your worth in the eyes of like this, you know? So I, I think it may, it sounds like it's kind of like a combination of the two where it's like, they're doing some extracurricular stuff Mm -hmm. on top of the traditional gym battle. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I've I've done three gyms. Um, they have Titans, which is just huge Pokemon. Uh, there's some story behind it. Um, as well, I won't spoil that. I've done two of those, and then there's the Team Star bases, which are kind of the the bad guy group on there, tied into the school. I've done one of those bases. Those are uh, the actual like fight or uh, boss battle against like the Team Star leader at the base was sh- shockingly difficult. They gained, okay, well. yeah, I was moseying along, having fun with skin. Like, oh, this is so easy. Then I hit that, and it it was a brick wall. I was like, oh, it just. Okay. Slapped that booty. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough. Um, which I have I you. It. Yeah. Um, have you run into what, what is your opinion so far on like the level scaling? Um, cause I know that that's been a big kind of point of contention that people have had where it's like, they feel like if you don't go down this like super optimal path, you're gonna like, you're either going to run into people that are like 20 levels ahead of you, or you're going to out level all of the content. And have you run into that much at I'm all? Or quickly, you feel like you're pretty on no, track? Quickly out leveling all of the content. Um, okay. We'll get more again, more into it later, but um, the auto yeah, battling yeah. system makes a quick work for leveling. Um, okay. In my opinion, because I mean, you don't, I have thoughts on it, but uh, you don't get as much experience auto battling as you would doing a regular battle. But I can, okay. you're just running ar- around, um, and essentially, um, you just have a Pokemon auto battling, and they'll take out like nine or ten just 
for fun and um, <laughs> you might not level up, but by the time you move on to another one and they do the same in another area, uh, all of a sudden all your, everyone in your party's up a level and you're going to do that. Yeah. At least for me, how I have played, I'm doing that like 10 to 12 times between like, there aren't routes. There's like provinces and areas as I'm like exploring, okay. catching new Pokemon. Um, and sure enough, by the time I get to the next area, all my Pokemon are like five, six levels higher. And I'm like, oh, and I'm at the point now where I, I'm only doing more gems. So I, my Pokemon will obey me because they're like, oh, Pokemon up to level 35 will obey you. I'm like, they're all like 34. So I got to go get another gym badge. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and by the time I get to the gym, guess what? They're all going to be like 40. And they're like, Pokemon up to level yep. 40, obey you. I'm like, I'll have to go get another gym badge. Um, yep. So I, I wouldn't say there's an optimal path. Uh, I don't know if the game scales or how it scales to you or if it does or not. I haven't read too much into it. From what I understand, it doesn't, um, which I think has been the big complaint is that it's very much like... Because typically, like, if you play some, even like Breath of the Wild, like Breath of the Wild had, um, it didn't really have levels and stuff, but like, as you were playing the game, you would start to encounter, like, maybe, like, maybe there was a a camp very early on of like three Bacoblins, yeah. you know, and you would fight them and like, you would come back to that area and you would find three Bacoblins. But those Bacoblins would be like higher, like higher version. Like in yeah. theirs, it's represented in colors. So now it would be like a a white right. Bacoblin with like two blues instead of like three red ones. Mm-hmm. So like they were, it was the same makeup, but it was just tougher. Um, so you always kind of felt like even if you were going back to an area, you could, there was still some danger to it um i like skyrim a lot of open world games have that um but i think that's been the chief complaint is that it's very kind of like if you go down a certain area i mean similar like for me it's it it's reminiscent of something of like an mmo or like world of warcraft because i mean world of warcraft it would be a thing where it's like you know you would come out of a starting area and it would be like okay, like if you're, if you're a human, you can go like the closest thing for you to is go to this forest Mm. and that'll be your levels like six to 10. But maybe you want to go to this like little snow area over here. And if you went to that and then came back, well, now you've out leveled all of the forest content. So what's even the point? Like, why are you even here? You might as well just Mm -hmm. move on. And if there was stuff you wanted to do there, like then you're just not really having fun because you're going through content that's so far below your level. And it feels like kind of the, like people are running into a lot of that Mm -hmm. where it's like, there are very specific tailored areas that are like, this is 10 to 15, this is 15 to 20. And if you just happen to pass that level, well, you know, too bad. Cause if you come back, then this is still who we are. We didn't, we didn't level like comparatively. Um, I don't know if that's the same throughout, but that seems like that's kind of been the experience that most people have had is that they're like out leveling their current content more quickly than maybe they should. So, I mean, I would, I would agree with that. Um, I don't know if I am following the critical path then if that's the case, because I've always just been a little bit higher. Um, 
but I'm kind of skipping up a region now because I'm like, oh, I want to go to the snowy place. So I'm going to go to the snowy place. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at in the game. I haven't really like hit any issues with that. It, it feels odd. I'm trying to think how I would like to work this. It, it feels odd that people complain about that when something like Elden Ring is very similar to that, to where, oh, go explore to your heart's content. You're going to hit a place that's probably way too high level for you. You're going to get clapped. You're like, okay, I need to go there later. And then you just go and let, let me explore somewhere else. Oh, this is far more my speed. And that's kind of what I've had so far with Scarlet because early on, it was right after the first gym. I'm like, oh, I really want to go to that mountain over there. Looks cool. Um, so I got over there and I'm like, okay, it's getting a little like higher levels. And then I went to this cave and everything was also in level 40. And I'm like, got it. I'm not supposed to be here kind of a thing. Yeah. And I yeah. turned around and ran away. I'm like, well, yeah, I'll come back later. Um, and then stumbled across, um, something completely new, which was very fun. Um, so I'm trying to, think, it feels it's just an odd perspective where like, again, Elden Ring, something like that was praised, but in this people are knocking on it. I haven't had any issues with that. I do feel like I am over leveled all the time, but I kind of like that in games. Um, I'm not here for yeah. a challenge in Pokemon. I'm here for cute <laughs> monsters and to have fun. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it, and you're not wrong. Like it's, that's one of the pitfalls just of the genre kind of in general with anything open world mm -hmm. is just how do you approach that? Um, and I think people have different opinions because I mean, like you said, like some people don't like it whenever everything scales with you and then you never feel like you're mm -hmm. progressing in like a sort of sort of meaningful way in the same capacity. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, th I think the main, the main concern has been people being like, well, I feel like I'm leveling up too much too quickly as opposed to it being like, like lower levels, like the lower level areas are staying lower level. It's more just like, I feel like before I'm even getting to the next point, like I'm already like 10 levels ahead, but I don't know. Again, that doesn't come from experience because I'm not there yet. I am still at the school. So, I haven't, haven't do the, <laughs> ventured the gyms don't scale to you. I don't think I feel so. Like they I mean, do, it, from but I don't know. Really? Because okay. well, when I get there, you um, never see the level of the Pokemon until like it. Will, they'll throw all their Pokemon. It'll like give it a second, then it'll like pop up a level, and it's always like three lower than whatever my highest is. Okay. Let's see. Um, level scaling. Um. Yeah, it does not look like they do. Interesting. Um, um, yeah, I and I think that that's kind of the main thing is like I with other Pokemon games, probably the bigger because like, you know, older Pokemon games, it's very linear. Yeah. So like you're moving along a straight line and I think some of it is like, OK, you can go anywhere and it's like, well. Really, because like if I go over here and like I really kind of like conquer a challenge and beat a gym that's like I'm punching above my class and then it's like, well, I still have to go back and get this other gym 
But now that gym is like 20 levels lower than me. Shouldn't I have just stayed on the mm-hmm. one, two, three, four path the whole time? Like, I think that that's where some of that's coming in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it seems like it's kind of, it seems like maybe there's a slight kind of curve, but it seems like it's very, very slight. Gotcha. Um, maybe. Um, so I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Yeah. Pokemon's weird. It is weird. It's very fun though. Yeah. Huge fan. Our parents warned us long, long time they ago. Did. It was a the weird one. Monsters. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Corey, um, I don't feel like we have much else. That's the big stuff. Yeah, it is the Pokemon, big stuff. God of War. Those are the, those are the big games. Um, I've been very tempted with, um, current black Friday deals to pick up many games. Same. Um, that, <laughs> um, cause there's like, I think Diafield Chronicle is like 30, 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Forbidden West is like 30, 35 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like games all from this year that I'm like, maybe I could fit that in before the end of the year. Is there any maybe that you're I really trying to it. fit in before the end of the year? So, I mean, the big ones for, I mean, the big, the big two were like God of War and Pokemon. Yep. If that, if I accomplished nothing else, then it would be fine. But yeah, I mean, like I want to play Midnight Suns, okay. which comes out of the beginning of December. Yep. Um, I want to play, I would like to play Tactics Ogre. Yep. Reborn. Mm-hmm. I would like to play Sparks of Hope. I Mario really want to play Sparks of Hope. Um, yeah, I, um, and then everything else, I mean, everything else is just kind of like, you know, if I, I would love to have a perspective on like strangers of paradise. Mm, I forgot um, that came out this year. Yeah. Um, I think a lot I, of people did though. There, yeah. I mean, there's some of that stuff that I would kind of like to have a perspective on because like, you know, playing God of War and Elden Ring, like those are kind of your easy mm-hmm. shots. Like those are the ones that like everybody plays and you kind of know that it's going to land high. But I kind of like want to play some of those offshoots mm-hmm. where it's like, I have no clue. Yeah. Like maybe Strangers of Paradise is like really good. Maybe it hits yeah. at like number four or maybe it's like the worst game I've played this year. Who even knows? Um, so yeah, I'm, I am, I would like to fit in more things, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? So. Gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm sitting on a lot of strategy games though, strategy which is games. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sitting on a triangle strategy and die field and tactics, tactics ogre. ogre and sparks of hope and midnight suns. And <laughs> that's a really good point. Hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. I think I really just want to get Sparks of Hope. I'm, I'm sold Mario with the yeah. game, man. Like I said last week. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Also, I kind of forget, but um, there's a new Fire Emblem game coming out in like two months. Like beginning of January. Also and then there's also yeah, the beginning of January. There's also uh, Octopath <laughs> Traveler 2 coming out in February. Yep. Next next year's stacked. We, we live in a wild time, we sir. Do. Wow. Yeah. But Corey, um, yeah, I think this is, this it, is it for this yeah. week. Uh, next week. Yeah. Um, look forward to the next few weeks. Cause yeah, we'll have, um, we'll have a more like, obviously we'll have more Scarlet and Violet specific, mm-hmm. um, thoughts yep. and opinions, but you know, we'll also look forward to a more kind of general Pokemon 
retrospective and thought pool with a special guest. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also have it takes two. We'll also have God of war Ragnarok spoilery discussions. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're just work it. We're coming up on it. It's going to be so End good. of the year. I'm we're so hitting excited. for all, all the cylinders yes. all at once. Um, the eight. Now. But yeah, Corey until next week, where can people find you uh, until next week? I mean, they want to find Twitter you. seems still alive for now. There were, there was a brief moment where it was touch and go. Um, but you can follow me on yeah. Twitter at stay thrashy, uh, over on Instagram at hash slinging thrasher or, uh, but not, or most importantly, follow our arcade cozy Twitter account at arcade underscore cozy. If Twitter somehow dies between now and next week, which seems less likely uh, than it did. Yeah, last week. they stopped firing yeah. people. So uh, we might switch and make a Tumblr account. Who knows? But uh, oh yeah, uh, or uh, Mastodon or Hive, MySpace. Who knows? We'll see. MySpace uh, back again. Uh, where can the peeps find you? To all, uh, you can find me still at Swiss Fun Joe on Twitter. Um, at, uh, also Swiss Fun Joe on, uh, Marvel snap. Ooh. If you want to come at me. Um, yeah. Point. Uh, <laughs> what? That is also goatee contender. My friend, you need, need to hop need in to on that. Um, four point pixel on Instagram, four point pixel, the four point store, uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Also some dope, stuff um the sweatshirts hoodies currently are also available on etsy so if you prefer that uh, ecosystem um the t-shirts are not currently but will be Mm -hmm. soon um so yeah uh head on over there look and uh buy it up because it is the coolest stuff that i have made in a long time um yeah uh also arcade cozy at gmail.com you can send questions and comments and concerns and thoughts and anything anything you want a picture mm-hmm. of a, a grilled cheese sandwich yeah if you want it um i might want it if that came through um but yeah yeah next week uh we'll have more thoughts about scarlet and violet i'm sure maybe i will be further you will um be. but until then yeah this has been arcade cozy life sectic why should your hobbies be too? Love you guys. Have a good one.